Greetings once again, everybody. I'm the Common Sense American, and this week we are going to focus on the vaccinations and the new religion that is the face mask, and let's face it, that's precisely what it is. Uh, obviously, I've done podcasts before on this subject to some extent, uh, and as some of you know, I've had COVID myself, and with uh, my family being in the business of alternative medicine for 35 years, uh I think I do have something to say. I think we, I think many people in that industry have something to say, despite the fact that they're being silenced, as any dissenting voices are right now. But that's actually nothing new in the realm of uh, Western medicine. Uh, and that's really what I want to talk about, first of all, uh, the arrogance and power of Western medicine, which has always been to uh, shun what they don't know and... Um, basically cast aspersions on on anything that's not in their very narrow realm of expertise. And I say very narrow because that's accurate. They go to school for one thing, and that's to learn about Western medicine, and that's it. Um, it's stunning to me how little they know about any other forms of treatment for any other for for anything that might ail the human body. Many have, many doctors in the, in the medical profession have sort of veered off the beaten path and started to actually entertain uh, the possibility that other cultures, other, and, and, and uh, throughout history, there might be other answers to the problems that we face other than just prescription meds. And uh, the other thing to, to note is I don't, I never understood how they can have the arrogance and cockiness that they all have when we're in the condition that we're in. You have no right to be arrogant. You have no right to be cocky, considering that we are the least healthy country on the planet by a long shot. And if everything that you're prescribing, if these things are supposedly medicines and cures, then why aren't they working? You have, every, every, if you want to see the, the most, the walking wounded, which is what this country has become, the least healthy people take the most medications. And your argument could be, well, that's why they're taking the medications. My argument is, why are they taking them for their entire lives? If they worked, then why are they still taking them? If they worked at all, why, why, why? And, and, and on top of which, you could say, well, they have to keep taking them to maintain whatever, just, you know, whatever problem they have. Well, it's obviously not working because these people are train wrecks. They can barely function. You can barely walk down the walk down a hallway. And the answer to this is always just more drugs. So when something like COVID comes along, the only answer they're going to have is a drug. They're, they're going to immediately discount any other possibilities of treating it. They're going to discount uh, any, any natural way of trying to deal with it, just like they would with any other ailment. And again, the arrogance comes through. And, you know, you, you sort of look at it, you go, I remember I was, uh, I went to uh, just, a, I was tagging along at a doctor's appointment with somebody. We were on our way to the same destination. They had to stop off for a quick, I guess it was just a checkup. And the doctor was there lecturing this, this, this person as a friend of mine. He's not in the greatest condition. He isn't, I admit that, but he's not in terrible condition. He's, he's, and um, the doctor was saying, you know, well, we should put you on this. We might want to put you on this. Might do beta blockers. Might have something to do to, to handle that slightly high cholesterol and all that. Which, by the way, let me, I'm going to add something very clear here. Uh, if you have a slightly high cholesterol level or, or if your cholesterol level is high at all, that's all you're doing. 
Okay, that is 99% diet. And it can be fixed by altering your diet and your lifestyle. Absolutely it can. It can always be fixed that way. Medication will only make it worse. In the long run. You might knock it down. But it will, of course, create a bevy of symptoms and side effects that you will treat with, inevitably, with other drugs. And make you feel like absolute crap in the process. Those who have struggled with weight and high cholesterol and, and blood pressure, high blood pressure and hypertension and things of this nature, people who have tried both paths, people who have gone sort of just, they're going to trust everything the doctor says and take every drug they've got and, and then said, you know, I feel like absolute hell and I don't want to live my life like this. Uh, not only have, did they say, well, I'm going to take control of it and I'm going to start losing, I'm going to start eating better and all that, but they also looked towards a more natural way of treating it that didn't have to deal with prescription drugs and nine times out of ten, they're taking the latter because it actually works. It actually doesn't make them feel like hell. You have to do it. You have to be, you have to be very vigilant about it. You have to probably take more. There's, there's, there's usually a regiment of supplements to take. Usually there's, there's a bunch of them, four, five, six of them. You have to take them um, as opposed to just the one little prescription pill. So that could annoy people. But that's, it also won't do anything to you typically Unless there's something else wrong with you. And yes, you should be, you should be responsible. Uh, you should be careful of what can interact with other things. But for the most part, that which, say, a naturopath or something will prescribe probably will not interact with anything unless, you know, it's, it's very strong. That's, that's the key thing. The, the strength of these prescription medications is so insane. They can cause so many problems in the human body that it can interact weirdly with natural stuff, even though it normally doesn't, but I'm just throwing that out there as a disclaimer. I don't want to say that it's impossible, that it can't interact, because it could. It's rare, though. Uh, I just want to throw that out there. And and then the other thing is that the arrogance and cockiness that they have, it's reflected in, I don't know what, you, you know, I'm standing there looking at this guy, talking to him, telling him how to live his life and how to be healthy, and this doctor is just a fat pig. He looks like he's going to be dead in 10 years, if that. And he's about our age, he's probably 40-ish, early 40s. And I'm standing right next to him, and um, I'm 6'3", 175. My resting heart rate is about my age. I'm an amateur athlete in that way, um, but I, I've gotten this way by learning a lot. It's not luck. It's, <laughs> this, this requires effort. And I learned a lot about how the body works. I learned a lot about what you should be putting in the body. I learned a lot. All, I learned a lot. Now, if you're someone looking for advice on how to be healthy, on how to live a, a, a cleaner and happier and generally feel better about everything, uh, you know, in your life. And you just take a look at these two people. You look at that doctor and you look at me. Who are you taking advice from? Now, I understand. I'm not, I don't want to say that, okay, the guy breaks his leg, you come to me. No, that, that's not true. I can't fix your leg. That's, that is what we have doctors for. I get it. But what they know about health and what they're telling people is just shocking to me. They know nothing. They don't know anything about anything. Like somebody has, a, you know, AFib or, or a problem with the heart, they're going to say, well, you can try magnesium, but it won't do anything. Magnesium, that's like the child's answer. It, it relaxes you. There's a million things that can be done to combat these things, and they have no interest in entertaining any of them. So when it comes to COVID, Yes, it's a, it, it can be a nasty disease, and I'm not saying that you can treat it exclusively or treat bad cases exclusively with just natural options. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that they can and do help quite a bit, especially when it comes to recovery and prevention of these bugs. 
And on top of which, the vaccine, which is closer to a medication, I'd like to add, is being pushed on you solely for the purpose that it's, it's, it's a bazillion dollar enterprise. Now, if you really believe that you're going to be taking part in any billion dollar enterprise, in this case, prescription drugs, without there being a sales pitch or without there being the ulterior motive of, hey, we have to sell this to you, you're, you, you can't be that naive, can you? How Pollyanna are you? It's a business, just like journalism is a business, a big business. They need to sell you a headline. They need to sell you a story. So they're going to package it a certain way. You think doctors are doing anything different when they're selling you their prescription medications? I know everyone's going to say, well, you know, the conspiracy of it, and you can't be saying that doctors are, all they want to do is push drugs. They don't want to cure you. That's wrong. A, they only know typically one way of doing it. So they're going to believe that what they're doing is probably right. That's first. Even if they're wrong, and they frequently are, which we all need to accept, especially when it comes to just general matters of health, they don't know enough. And they won't even admit they don't know enough. So they're just going to push prescription drugs at you. Now, the drug companies have to sell their product. They sell it through doctors. This is how this works. It's a very, it's all supply and demand. It's a very big business. This is how it happens. Doctors get kickbacks on the amount of prescriptions they, they prescribe. They don't want to admit it. And everyone says that's also a conspiracy. And that's been proven to be true a hundred times over. Just like during the, the much of the pandemic when hospitals uh, were eligible for more federal funding if they reported higher COVID numbers. That's why the numbers are so far out of whack. You couldn't trust any of those because the reported numbers are all about money. The reported numbers are whether or not how much money they're going to get in the next quarter. That's all it is. You know, they need a new x-ray machine. They need, they, need to, they need more staff. Whatever it is, this is a way to get more funding. So they just amp up, you know, somebody died of heart failure, let's say it's COVID. And all of this is in place. The, the insurance segment, which is massive. The reason why, you know, if you go to the doctor, they want to run 7,000 tests, none of which have anything to do with your particular ailment. But what difference does it make? Because it's a massive moneymaker for the insurance company. And the vaccine is another product to sell. That's what it is. Am I saying it doesn't work? Am I saying you shouldn't take it? No, I'm just reminding you that it's part of a billion dollar business, trillion dollar business at this point. That's what it's part of. Hence, they are going to push it. The more they sell, the better off they're going to be. It's in their best interest to sell it. Is it in their best interest to make everybody healthy and not take it? Why do you think there's two shots? Why do you think there's booster shots? Why do you think that every year from now on, they're going to tell you that you still need another one? Now, you can make the argument that says, well, we're going to need it every year to stay vigilant against this thing. They're not telling you the sheer number of people who have had this. Many people have estimated that only 10 to 15 percent of uh, the total number of cases in the world are maybe are, are way higher than the reported because most people did not report having it in this world. Most people. So the number is much, much higher than the people who uh, the reported number. So you're already closing in on herd immunity without the damn vaccine. They don't want you to know that. They don't want you to think that. They want you to think that you still need the vaccine. Why should we be shooting for 70 percent vaccination? When a very high percentage of this population has already had this thing. The other thing they don't want to admit is that the people who have had it, those antibodies, are actually antibodies. They want to treat you like you don't have any. They want to treat you like it didn't matter, that you still need to take the vaccine. You may notice in all the pushing of this vaccine, they never mention ever 
the possibility that you don't really have to take one if you just had this disease. And they should be talking about that, but they're not. And they're not because they have to sell a product. Now, I've seen tests that say that the immune response is, is higher initially with a vaccine as opposed to natural antibodies. Well, of course it's going to be. They just pumped your body full of an artificial reaction, essentially. That doesn't mean anything. What matters is the long term. And let me tell you this. They have no clue what the long term is going to be. None. If they try to tell you they do, they're lying. They spend years, they spend decades with this. Pfizer was actually creating a COVID uh, vaccine for years before this ever hit. And don't forget, this is just a, a version of, a, of, of bugs that are out there. The common cold is a COVID strain. The common cold at its core. And we don't have a cure for that either. And, you know, when it comes to flu shots, they, they can guard against a particular strain, which is why they just, it's essentially useless. They're, they estimate as to what they guess which strain or strains might be most prominent in any given winter, and that's the one they, they send out. Doesn't mean you're not going to get the flu. Um, and in this, they're saying, well, it, it's good, it stops COVID, it should stop the strains. But then people who have had it naturally, oh, well, that doesn't really count because they're only exposed to one strain. Well, I don't understand. It's the same process. The getting over this, the curing of it. You're, the, the people who have had the shot and complain of symptoms, they're the exact same symptoms as COVID. Exactly the same. All the time. It means that's your body fighting something off. It's, your, it's reacting to something, right? It's reacting to the, to the disease. So it's essentially the same process. You're just forcing the body into it if it never had it before. If you never had the disease, here's the vaccine. It'll, it'll prevent it. If you did have it, your body basically gave you the vaccine. It says, here it is. Now, you will find plenty of studies that say historically, naturally, uh, antibodies naturally arrived at from a disease are, last much longer, tend to be much stronger than any vaccine or any uh, artificial way of, of preventing it or defending against it. There has been many, many studies in that, and they're not going to talk about those either. Why? Because they want to sell a product. It's very, very simple. Do they want to cure people? Sure, to some extent. But they want to make sure that they can sell that product. They want to make sure that they can sell it going down the road. And with the face mask religion in place, it's going to be easy to do because fear has now taken hold. I did an entire podcast about how fear has essentially run rampant. And you'll see it everywhere, and they're not doing a thing to stop it. They're, they're, they talk about, oh, don't, don't fall for misinformation and disinformation and lies and rumors and just go with the facts that they're lying to you because if they wanted to go with the facts then the first thing they would do is instruct you as to what is really over the line and completely unnecessary walking alone in the woods with a mask is not makes no medical sense at all none there isn't a single doctor worth anything that will tell you that that makes any sense at all or will do anything you're not going to get covid from the trees and there's nobody around you, I can give it to them. There is no medical evidence. So, but are they saying that? Are they standing up the next day and saying, you know, you don't have to do that. You know, you don't have to sit in your car, drive down the road with a mask on. There's no point to that. It's completely ludicrous. There's, these are the situations where it's ludicrous, where it's illogical, where it's completely unnecessary. Are they doing that? No. They're telling you quite the opposite. Telling you, well... You should do it here. You should do it here. They're never telling you when it's okay not to. 
ever. This has resulted in people going, well, then I'm just going to wear it all the time no matter what. They're, they're not listening to facts anymore. There are no facts to back up your, your actions. None. Zero. This is all fear. And then when you ask them, they're basically just, you know, give you this condescending look and scream at you or something because they're a better person. See, I made the point before about how the face mask basically designates you as a superior human being. It means you're you care. You know, you're you're the one looking out for everybody else. You're 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 the good little doobie putting the mask on because you don't want people to die. Now, if you're sitting in an arena with fifty thousand other people shoulder to shoulder in enclosed space and that much people and there's a pandemic going on, yeah, I'd probably wear a mask too. Just because I'm probably going to get something. The same reason I always wore masks on planes, even before the pandemic. They don't filter the air on those planes very well. It's kind of stale. It's, it's Anything that gets in there can travel very easily. You're in very tight quarters, not to mention the damn airport and the sheer number of people from all corners of the world that are wandering through there with God knows what. In those cases, yeah, I wear a mask no matter what. That's just common sense. It's also common sense that you don't wear a mask climbing up a mountain by yourself. Common sense doesn't play a role here. Facts don't play a role. If they cared about the science, if they cared about the facts, they'd be out there telling you when and which situations are completely ludicrous to wear a mask. But they're not doing that. They're never doing that. And that has resulted in people basically being afraid for their lives and will be afraid forever. You get the vaccine, you still need the mask. You get the vaccine, you're still going to need it next year. You get the vaccine, there's still going to be another variant coming. Uh-oh. Will a mask do anything about that? What Now what do we have to wear? They are going to be in a permanent state of fear. And it's easy to control. You can control fear very easily. And the government can control fear very easily. They can, inst they can instill it and they can control it. This is a big business issue and a fear issue at its core. This has long since ceased being about, look, we've moved past, this is over. The sheer number of people who are going to end up being vaccinated against the sheer number of people who have already had this disease, which they don't even know, and it's literally 80% higher than, than the reported numbers, you're, you're, you're at your herd immunity in, the, in this country. If you're not there, you're going to be in the next few months. This is over, but they don't even want you to think it's over. you got Fauci going, oh, no, you can't think that way. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. It's always going to be the bottom of the sixth inning. Do you think he's ever going to stand up there and say definitively, it's over, take off your mask and don't worry? No, none of them will ever say that. Not one. And they're not doing that because they're being cautious. They're doing that for another reason entirely. It will be over, but they'll never let you know it. You'll have to decide on your own what your, you know, what the decisions are. You know, is this really over? Do I, is this, are we good? Look at the numbers. They don't even care about it. If they cared about the numbers, they wouldn't be reporting things as they are. They wouldn't be sending the messages as they are. They'd send you a fuller picture of the situation. They don't want you to have a full picture. They want a piece of the picture to show you. It is your responsibility to find the rest of that picture. Just like when a doctor says, here, take this, 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 and this. Yeah, you know what? I can read. I can do research. We have the greatest, uh, information gathering tool in the, in the that humankind has ever seen in the internet it'd take you five seconds to type it in and go look spend a little bit it would what an hour looking researching going through they have this information they have them from legitimate sources they have them from legitimate professionals go and look and see what they say about whatever your ailment is 
you may find that there are other ways of treating it that you would rather try than go down the medical nightmare path of being ending up with just basically a medical invalid and taking 47 pills a day, which is only going to make you feel like hell. It is your responsibility. Your life is your responsibility. Things like this are your responsibility to learn more about and see what you can figure out. There are, there's not just one source. There's not just one place to look at. You don't just go to the CDC or the FDA or the lone doctor that you go to. That's not how this works. This is a These are complicated issues. And if any of them have any integrity at all, they will admit the same. So it is up to you to come up with a bunch of knowledge on your own. You can read and compare it with what other experts are telling you. Say, okay, well, all right, so this is the research I've done. And, and again, be you know you have to discriminate. Discriminate. Try and find them from you know not just random places on the internet. It is easy to fall for things like that. But try and do as much of the research as you can, as uh, diligently as you can, and put it up against the numbers they're showing you. If things are off, then you ask questions. You have every right to ask questions. You should be asking questions. This is your health. This is your life. It is not your responsibility to care for other people. This is your responsibility for care for yourself. And if you care for yourself, you don't have to worry about other people because they're not going to be getting anything from you because you're going to be in good condition. This begins with the self. It always has. Anyway, that's really what I wanted to get into today. I wanted people to understand where you stand with the vaccine, that it is big business, that I'm not saying it doesn't work, that I'm not saying you shouldn't take it, that I'm not saying uh, it's, it's a hoax or whatever. What I'm saying is... They're not showing you the whole picture for a reason. They don't want you to see the whole picture. They have a product to sell. And that product is the vaccine. You take that into account. You take into account every time you walk in the door at the doctor's office that they're going to be selling you something. Their products are unnecessary drugs and unnecessary operations and surgeries and procedures. Because it's money. It's money. You may not need it, but you're going to be scared into thinking you need it. And many doctors use that as a tactic. I've watched them do it. You know, oh, well, you know, you could come back. You could be dead in three years. This could come back and be something that would stop your heart in a year if you don't. It's completely shameless. They're only doing it to sell stuff. What we need to be doing is looking at a variety of different options at very complex issues. And there's not only one way to fix everything on the planet. And that one way is almost never a single prescription drug. In fact, it probably never is. There's things that have to go with it. Lifestyle changes, dietary changes, supplements, vitamin supplements, something that has to go with it. That's almost always the way. If you look at the way other people treat themselves, you look at Chinese medicine and, and, and the way they treated things throughout Europe, even, even in the medieval times, it's amazing the, the things that they used. It, granted, sure, lifespan was low. We, we didn't have the advances we have today. But it's amazing what they did come up with, with what little they had. If you, and we don't care about history. We don't care about other people. We're, we're the most arrogant country on the planet when it comes to medication and, me, and medical procedures. And we're the least healthy country on the planet. So the arrogance and the cockiness right now is completely unfounded. Just remember that. Walk into a Walmart the next chance you see, you know, and, say, and look around. And ask yourself if our medical community has any right to be as arrogant as they are. Yeah, it is. Everyone, hey, it's there. I put the blame on them as well. But they're the ones taking mass amounts of medication. If it worked, they wouldn't look like that. If it worked, they'd be better off. Their lives would be getting better. But it doesn't seem to be happening, does it? No, they just end up taking more medications and becoming more miserable. This is a 
generally a downward spiral that many people have been on, that people in my family have fought for generations and have helped countless people get off it and feel better. Just saying. It's an option. It's not the way. It's not better automatically. It's an option. Weigh your options. Be intelligent about it. About all things, in general. Anything that ails you, really. Anyway, that's it for today. I appreciate you listening. Uh, feel free to fair, uh, share with friends and family. I don't do ads. I don't take your email. I don't do any of that. I don't do explicit content. And uh, as usual, I just try and think of common sense things to say. So that's it for me. And uh, I'll see you again next week. Thank you.